have your fear, which might become reality. And you have Godzilla, which is reality. I'm sick of Godzilla. YHS on Monster Island. This is the first time we've started to record this episode tonight. I am here <laughs> with my co-host, JKJ. How's it going, dude? It's going well, yes. You know, the, the second time is hopefully the charm here, um, but it's it's good. It's, a, it's always great to be here yeah. with you, my friend, talking kaiju, and an interesting movie we're going to talk about because, you know, it probably wasn't one of our first choices it didn't make year one, but now that we're officially in our second year of YHS on Monster Island, why not start with such a, I don't even know, I'm not, you know what, I'm not going to spoil it, I'm not going to say okay. good, bad, or indifferent, sure. so we're just going to start with Frankenstein Conquers the World. There you go, Frankenstein <laughs> Conquers the World, I also won't say anything, we'll get into it when we get into it. But uh, first of all, we'll talk about pickups. Jay, I, I know uh, I know the, the week was light, I yeah. have absolutely nothing to show <laughs> off you know what hold on this is why i don't have anything to show off because my world is full of pre-orders at the moment and sideshow has taken a hold of me in a in a sometime late last year i i, I got on sideshow and i bought a bunch of like pre-ordered a bunch of uh like hot toy like star wars hot toys and stuff like that and i got one but then you know, I ordered in a. This is, has nothing to do with kaiju, but I'm telling you. No, no you. worries. But it has to do with. I ordered a R2D2, uh, the, like deluxe R2D2 sideshow figure, and uh, it it was supposed to have shipped in November, but uh, they're gonna take my final. They just took my final payment, and because they're just arriving in the warehouse, so that's coming. But Perfect. now they're starting taking the money for the next pre-order. That's not gonna be released for like another six months. There's kaiju stuff that I have on pre-order, but the big thing is that I'm going to Star Wars Celebration in a couple <laughs> weeks here, and I literally had to put a uh, an autograph on a payment plan. Whoa! Because uh, <laughs> some people's some people's autographs cost more than an X Plus figure. <laughs> the, I, oh, I, can I, I ask who it is? Are you yeah, allowed to spoil it? I got on that Ewan McGregor list, <laughs> and and you know I'm gonna tell you. I almost didn't do it because part of me was like, you know, I, I, I love Star Wars, but my Star Wars collecting is very different. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't collect, you know, the current toys. I mm -hmm. I, I buy like uh, I buy a lot of Ewok stuff just because I like the Ewoks. Yeah. I buy uh, like hot toys and lightsaber like, you yeah. know, one one scale lightsabers. I don't buy I don't have a lot of like the black series, the stuff that's in the, the stores now. I just don't buy a lot of that stuff and I don't care. And as far as the autographs, I like them, but I, but there's only certain people that I really care to spend all that money on. But they they announce you and McGregor, and that's a big name, and he's not Huge. doing a lot. And you know the Obi Wan show is about to come out, but all, but what got me was that I was at Craig's house, and um, 
you know, a couple months back we were at a convention and the actors who played Jack and Wendy Torrance in mm-hmm. Dr. Sleep were at the convention. We got their autographs and Craig got Jack and Wendy's autograph both on like a Dr. Sleep poster. Very and cool. I was like, I was like, hey, Craig, let me buy that poster from you. And that's what I'm going to get you and McGregor. Just like, I'm not even going to get him to sign anything Star Wars. I'm going to get him to sign Dr. Sleep because Stephen King beats out Star Wars to me. Yeah. So that's amazing. Yeah. You know, that's one of those things. It's like, I bet you a lot of those, uh, and once again, not kaiju related, the like a lot of the guys that signed that are known for either, not that you and McGregor is only known for one thing, but like, yeah. obviously he's at Star Wars celebration and he, you know, right. it is a pretty big role in Star Wars. But like with those, some of the actors that do the conventions, I bet you they love it when they see people come up there with something that might not be, you know, on topic for that specific convention right. or whatever. I was, uh, I did a toy show recently uh, with Toku Toy Town and Dirk Benedict from the A-Team and Battlestar Galactica was there. Mm-hmm. And I had my lovely wife go up and get an autograph for one of my friends, one of my good friends, who non-ironically, his favorite movie is Body Slam the wrestling movie with Roddy Piper and stuff from okay. the eighties yeah, and yeah. Dirk Benedict plays Harry Smilak. So my wife, who knows, knows, does not know who he is. Uh, yeah. Anything goes up the longest line at the convention, maybe besides the Jason David Frank, but um, he, she goes up and with this album from the 1980s, that's the rest, the um, body slam wrestling album. And he like flips out. It's like, this is amazing. <laughs> I've never seen this before. It's my favorite role. And like, uh, and like, we had people come up to us at our booth later saying like, they they get they apparently are big fans and follow Dirk Benedict around at these conventions. Like they've never <laughs> seen him so excited. So maybe That's you awesome. and McGregor will do the same thing with you, and you could have this big moment, and y'all become best friends. Hey, probably not. come on, why Probably not, but sure. <laughs> um, it was it was a moment where I was like, you know, I know these are going to sell out, and if I don't yeah. get this, and all my friends are getting, I'm just I better do it. So I just yeah. They'll point at you and laugh at you your whole life. So the funny uh, the funniest thing though is when I went to pay for it. Um, the Star Wars Celebration website has like a, a firm set up, which is like mm-hmm. a payment plan thing. Mm-hmm. So when I when I signed up for that, it sent me an email, and it was like, uh, it was like your loan for Star Wars Celebration merchandise has been approved. And I'm like, that's the funniest email I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, the things we do in this wacky world, man. Uh, so dumb. Anyway, well, hey, well, yeah, I know we were going to go to toys uh, real quick, but actually, because you, you're talking about Star Wars and we're talking about movies, it actually made me think: Have you watched any kaiju movies or any monstery movies lately? No, I haven't. I really, I, I really, um, I've been meaning to sit down, and I got a couple. You know, I tried to find. So I've never seen any common Rider anything. Um, never oh. seen any of it, but I do know that one of the movies was like really dark and mm-hmm. kind of more horror-ish and i've mm-hmm. seen a lot of pictures from it and i tried to f- I, I, I had a, like a bug and i was like i want to watch this movie and yeah. i looked for it and i could not find it anywhere oh, to, to stream or to download or to rent or anything i just couldn't find it so I'm, I, it's maybe out there but i was like it took me forever to find out you know which movie it was and all that but no man i haven't watched anything i i have been meaning to also sit down and watch the rest of the Dimogen films yeah. because uh, I do own them and I've seen the first one mm-hmm. a few times and I love it. It's a great movie, but I but I have not seen the sequels. So. And he's getting a Bandai figure. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, that that's what was that was making me think about it. That and you know you know he's showing up in a new film which oh uh, yeah 
one of the, you know, the yokai uh, ones. Yeah, yeah the, one of the yokai films. And I keep seeing some stuff from that. And I'm like, I need to go back and yeah. watch all three of those. But other than that, man, other than the other than a rewatch of the movie we're going to talk about. No, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I really I, I'm still holding true. I think that um, you will actually like the original, like the first Kamen Rider. Um, yes, cheesy 70 stuff. But just because like you could tell that it's it's grounded more in like a horror element like it's it's not terrifying by any right. means but like because it's still a you know early tokusatsu show but uh you can just tell like the the driving force like deep down that's where they're coming from compared to super sentai or even ultraman and stuff where it's more sci-fi driven yeah. or, or whatever I, I like i said i really think uh, the, and you love practical effects, even, you know, ratty costumes, the effort and stuff. I, you appreciate yeah, that as an artist. I think, yeah, I think Common Rider might be uh, the original. I think you would you would dig it. Um, but for me, no, I, I've been keep uh, like I mentioned in our last episode, I've been really kind of going back, watching a lot of Ultra 7, you know, the second, mm -hmm. well, the third Ultra series because Ultra Q. But um, right. and uh, and I've just been digging it, man. Those I love those stories. I think they're really good. Um, and and I'll, I'll stick to the. Ultraman has better kaiju, has better monsters, but Ultra sure. Seven I think has better stories. Uh, and I don't know, it's been great. And then, other than that, I mean, I don't know. It's not a kaiju movie, but I, it does have big giant worms in it. And I did watch the the remake of Dune uh, recently. And, okay. And, and I'm late to the game. I know, and I love Dune. I mean, Yodorovsky's Dune, the documentary on the Dune movie that was never made, is yeah. literally one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. Wow, and my favorite. I haven't my, seen. I haven't seen that documentary. It it is just beyond fascinating. Yodorovsky's Dune and probably King of Kong might be my two favorite documentaries of I've all time. I've seen that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, it, what a great struggle of good and evil in that one. Billy Mitchell against Steve Buscemi. <laughs> but anyway, um, but I do love and I and, and the you know the the David. Lynch I got some of Billy Mitchell's hot sauce once, and it's not great. Oh yeah. Well, I one of my big uh, one of my favorite things in the world was uh, I had when I was doing some of the Duke Lagrange stuff with my early like when I was getting Twitter built up and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I did have Billy Mitchell retweet one of my tweets, and I was like, "Yes, am I <laughs> am I a bad guy now?" Um, but, uh, I said something like writing, you know, I wished all, uh, uh, antagonists and books could be as well done as Billy Mitchell, the greatest villain of all time. Or something. <laughs> um, anyway, but, uh, but I, and I, and I even appreciate the, the, the bad, you know, David Lynch Dune and the eighties Dune. Um, but I, I just, because, you know, because of kids and things like I didn't have the ability to go, to go right. see it. And I finally had some time and I was like. I finally can watch. It's been weighing on me, dude, because I like Dune. I mean, I, I read the books uh, many, many moons ago. I read the, yeah. the first one, um, and, and as dense as dense as as it is, um, but I really love the movie. I thought it was great. But yeah. I, I, I mean, I love the uh, the sandworms, and they're great. And so that would be the only other movie with giant monsters. You know, even though they're indigenous to the planet, and you know, <laughs> we can have that conversation. They are a you know eighty meter, hundred and eighty meter, whatever it is, right. giant worm. So, um, but that movie was great. <laughs> I thought it was wonderful. I can't wait for part two. Yeah, man, that I saw that in the theater, and I think that's the the that's the way to go for a movie like that. But I don't, you know, I've seen the original Dune. I have not read the book. Mm -hmm. um, Hal Clay gave me a copy because he he really wants me to read it, yeah, but it's, it's not great. it's not on my it's not right in front of me, so I haven't yeah. picked it up yet. But uh, yeah, I like that movie a lot too. I, I feel like. Hey, do I know what all was happening? No. Do yeah. I care? No, because it's yeah. awesome. So, <laughs> no, I would, I would definitely watch the the bad '80s one and then watch um, Yodorowsky's Dune, uh, and, and just to kind of, yeah, it, it just 
It's amazing. It's it just is, amazing. It's been a while, but I've seen the oh, 80s good. version. I have seen it. So Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's, all, uh, I, all I knew going in was that there were worms, and that's all. I cared, that's all I <laughs> cared about. Honestly. Worms yeah. and spice. Yeah, <laughs> but no, that's but that's really it. So I mean, you know, the the modern Dune and uh, and Ultra Seven, not very similar, but uh, <laughs> that's been kind of my on all my over viewing. The place. Yeah, but that's good. That keeps keeps me on my toes. Yeah, for sure. I like that. Um, yeah, dude. Nothing else here. So, uh, and, and like I said, no no toys for me. Nothing's come in this week. Um. But I know you got something. Wait, save save this segment, Jay. What do you got? <laughs> I got um one and one normal size pickup and one small one, but, but both are very cool. Um, so the small one is from an independent toy company called Ish Toys. Just Justin Ishmael. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You probably are very familiar because he does a lot of cool stuff that would be right in your wheelhouse. Yeah. Um. But one of the things I love because you and I both, and I think probably ninety nine percent of people that love kaiju love Ray Harryhausen and he does a lot of cool stuff uh, with the Cyclops from seventh voyage of Sinbad. And I got mm-hmm. one of his latest releases designed by famed Japanese sculptor Pico Pico. Uh, and that would be the Cyclops in this cool fade. They call it the colossal fade. So look at him there. So Ooh. he looks normal, but it's like he's no fading away way, into translucent. Uh, to me, I, th- I was thinking like back to the future um, is just fading away in his, in his, I want to, I want to buy that right now. <laughs> it's really <laughs> cool. So cool, man. Yeah. It's, and it's so well done and well painted. And I just thought, um, beautiful man. It's a good, yeah. it's such a good sculpt. I know he does a lot of those, but that is such a good, yeah. like dude. What's crazy there. is like, and what, what's crazy to me is like, you know, last, last episode we talked about, uh, you know, the, the Valley of Guanji mm-hmm. uh, X plus figure. And since then I've been doing so much looking at all the, just all across the board of all the Harry housing figures that are out there. And I'm like, Whoa, I, it's, yeah. start, it's starting to like dig into my brain. Like, I'm going uh, to end dangerous. up with a, I'm going to end up with a Harry housing corner here. That's a beautiful <sighs> toy, man. Yeah. I was very excited. And it was, you know, it's about four, maybe four and a quarter inches. So it's a smaller mm-hmm. one kind of in that max toy range. You know, yeah. you could probably, you could hide him in with the, your Narangas and uh, not Narangas. I'm <laughs> sorry. Your Nagoras. Narangas. I'm, you tell him watching some Ultraman. Yeah. <laughs> Nagora. Um, and he can, you know, he can fight the giant cat Kaiju. It's about oh, that yeah. size, that in scale with them. But, um, they do good stuff, and I uh, sure. I'm going to put him up there with my Rocom Death Jaguar, my uh, my uh, Michael Morse Big Boji, and some of the other uh, independent stuff I did. Oh, the Max Toy Gerald Akamura, of course. Um, oh, yeah. so build up this little kind of more indie yeah. uh, designer one like as that. well. Yeah, and then the other thing I got, you know, I'm just trying to finish off that Bio Goji collection, right? The Marasan 350. And I finally broke down and got the original one, the one I never had, the, the well, first one, the get classic. It. So I got just the classic blue, uh, green, blue, green, sea green, whatever you want to call it. Beautiful Bio Goji there. Yeah, I mean, what number the, is that? Is that fifteen for you or sixteen? Uh, let me see. I do have some on the way, so I think my next pickup on our next show will be better. Let's see. I have five, nine, fourteen. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. This is number 20. 20. I have 20 of these bad boys. Well, that's a that's an amazing t- I, I I'm jealous of every one of those I see, Jay. That's 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 a I, I don't know what else I can say about that collection. It's great. Yeah, I love it. And you know, and yeah, it's it's, it's one of those, and we talked about this as you know, nobody could be a completist and sofa be collecting, but you know, if you if I'm trying to get all of these and I'm still I still get 
you know, giddy and happy and joyous when new ones are released. Yeah. Um, I wish they wouldn't release them as frequently, but I still get excited. Um, <laughs> hey, but... not five at a time. Maybe. Yeah, I, like, uh, I still can't find those I didn't, the ones I didn't get. <laughs> do one one every six months or something, not five at a time. I know, right? They're too uh, expensive I, for that. They are. They are. And um, I am getting the Cherry Blossom one that's coming that is uh, really cool that's coming out. Um, and, uh, and then I have a couple of the new glitter ones that are coming. I didn't get all of them, though, so... We'll be on the hunt. So it'll be uh, the, the collection is continuing to grow, but <laughs> just funny that the 20th one I got was the first one released. <laughs> yeah. I love but, that. But that's it, man. But you know what? I not to it won't save the segment, but if you'll allow me as the as the sure. president of Monster Island, as the uh, the controller of Monster Island, I don't know your official title. Um, <laughs> speaking of toys. Everybody knows I do have this little side gig called Toku Toy Town, mm-hmm. and I am so pumped because on Sunday this this week, so five one May first at six p.m. Central Time, seven p.m. Eastern, uh, four p.m. Pacific, I will be joining one of the uh, the top dogs in the kaiju selling community, Kaiju Live, AJ Russo, Frank Russo, his father, the Russo clan. Uh, and we're doing a four hour live stream, and we're going to do forty auctions. Uh, and yeah. we're going to have some of the coolest toys. You know, they have such a great reputation. They are truly gold standard. We love them. And I think it's just cool in our community uh, that two, you know, quote unquote competitors are coming together and saying, hey, we both have so much cool stuff that doesn't overlap because there's so much Godzilla and Kaiju stuff out yeah. there. Let's put it all together and let's them for four hours and just chat and talk to the the wonderful people that pop in and out of the chat um with ourselves you know we're very very different styles of collectors um mm-hmm. and you know different parts of the country and you know different focus areas and i think it's going to be so cool i'm so excited but i did bring i did bring a few teasers of okay. some of the stuff that's going to be there now i did say unless you are part of the toku toy town email list you subscri- subscribe to the site you're not going to know it until the auction i'm going to send out a note on uh, friday on in two days um, mm-hmm. with what I'm going to be auctioning off because it's kind of a little bit of a surprise, but I'm going to spoil it and show a couple of them here because I'm just going to get your it, initial man. thoughts. So let's do it. Um, one of the cool things. So it's going to be some really cool marmots. Uh, I have like a four or five really cool marmot pieces, some rarer stuff. And how about this bad boy? You're going to have a chance to auction or to bid on the marmot Gabara. Ooh, look at this guy. Look at him. I mean, looks better than he does in the film. <laughs> <laughs> no electricity though he does not No electricity not, not um but he is pretty pretty amazing um so the marmot there but even rarer than that and i have this guy in my personal collection as well i think uh-huh. he's one of the coolest i think it's one of the and speaking of looking better than he did in the movie even though he looked okay <laughs> in the movie even though he looked okay in the movie the marmot oh, 98 okay, I want, uh, i'm buying uh, this amerigoji um there he is the american godzilla that. yeah Marmot really killed it. Oh, but that's not all. Um, <laughs> I uh, uh, we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit when we get to the news because they released a new variant of this. But Bandai, uh, cre- another, another one of their mini brand extensions because they have so many. They did either, I don't know if it's Fantasy Toys or Fantasy, but there's three Zs in there. Three, Whoa, not two. Too many Zs. Z's. Too many Zs in one word. And they're doing toys and apparel. Uh, toys with own- a Z. Toys with, the, with three Zs, toys, yeah. and they release the uh, smog monster here, Hedera, in this <laughs> crazy bright pink. That um, looks like a that looks like somebody yeah. threw up. 
No, no. This thing is not easy to try. That's making out. my eyes hurt, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't um, look that thing in the eyes. Ooh, oh, no, it is going to be cross But this thing is really cool. And talking about standing out on any shelf, I don't care what you have up there. You put that thing on there. They're like, yeah, I, it's I noticed gone. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Hedera, um, so this year, and, and I don't have it with me, but I I might have a Geigen Lucky Bag 15th anniversary from Arson, the Sparkle mm. Glitter Geigen, with all the all the fun goodies in the in the in the Lucky Bag. But last year, Hedera's 50th. They mm. also did a Lucky Bag, a Godzilla Store exclusive. Came with a T-shirt, which I have. Came with the Godzilla Store bag, which is in there. And I love this. This is a little bit of a unique colorway. Um, it's very segmented. This amazing Marson 350 Godzilla Store Lucky Bag Hedera. Now it's this two tone. It looks like like a melted candle that I want to yeah, eat. It does, or an ice cream cone or something. But yeah. you can't see it here. But there's actually multicolored flaking in there. And, and okay. it's, you won't be able to see it in in the screen. But there's like multicolored little mm -hmm. glitter in the on this um, this kind of light blue uh, thing. It is a really impressive figure um close up but i love it well it looks like his brain's made of lava there um really cool piece it looks like a baby bell cheese thing <laughs> and then you peel it off yes don't but don't i do not recommend eating these um don't eat. and then the last thing which i saved this one for last for uh and there'll be i'll, I'll i have 20 items so i'm not going to show them all okay honestly. yeah yeah but one that uh one that i think would be good in this uh segment on I know you love Bailante, and I know oh, you respect the flower beast form. Marasan, you know it's Toku Toy Town. <laughs> if we're known for one thing, it's glitter. Ooh. So we got this amazing Marasan 450. Oh my god, it's Bailante glitter with the blue rose, little uh, the the little glitter teeth in there. It's gonna be hard to see on here, but this thing is super impressive. Um, you've probably seen the red variant with the red rose. It's the blue one. Um, absolutely adore this piece. It's great, great sculpt. That's a that's a show stopping piece, Jay. Th now this is going to be on YouTube, right? Correct. Yeah, the Kaiju Live channel. Um, I am, uh, like I said, I'm joining their platform. They are so kind. I can't thank them enough. Um, and so it'll be on the Kaiju Live. Uh, I'm gonna say the Kaiju Live. Yes, have some channel. The Kaiju Live YouTube channel. Not yet. Um, not, not right. <laughs> are they in the the short list to to buy? Um, but uh, the Kaiju Live channel at uh, on Sunday, May 1st at 6 p.m. Central, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern. And we're going to go for four hours, 40 auctions. I'm doing 20. They're doing 20. It's a fun show. A great community is built up around those guys. So it's a fun place to go. And just it, even in the chat, just like talk Kaiju. It reminds me a little yeah. bit of like when you guys do Toy Anxiety. And, you know, there'll be a lot of people in the chat like engaging with you as the hosts and yeah. what you're talking about, but that community's grown so big and they've become friends online. Yeah. There'll be side conversations between people in the chat. <laughs> it's a lot like that. It's a cool, fun, inclusive place to go buy some badass toys, some sofa B, some X plus some, mm -hmm. you know, Bandai. I'm going to have stuff across the spectrum, high end sofa B to, you know, wacky, uh 90s cds like i mean like it's gonna be some weird stuff in there okay. uh and uh and i think it might even have like a little coin bank and some other cool stuff so it's gonna be fun kaiju live toku toy town when toy stores collide it's gonna be uh really really super fun live auction madness as aj's calling i it. i love that now when when you do a live auction like that on youtube is there anything special you got to sign up for or is it no. all just in the chat you just we're you gonna do follow it in the chat as it goes yeah. 
We're going to follow okay. the Kaiju Live rules, and I think that's one thing that they've nailed. It's a little extra work for them, but it makes it easier for you as the viewer and the buyer. Is that, yeah, you they'll start the auction. You just put in you know, $20, $50, sure. and at the end, like let's say you win, you win one of these beautiful things. You just email or reach out to them on Instagram like, right. hey, I won this, just and they the send you the invoice with the shipping. Yeah, yeah and, uh, and that's it. And it's, it's and, dangerous, and Jay. This is, is dangerous. I'm it gonna is. be watching. I'm I'm excited nice. to. I'm excited. I I like watching. Um, you know when you when you do pop shop or when you do these because first of all, it feels like a podcast without me having to do any work, and <laughs> and also also some of these toys. You know, some sometimes I've never seen some of these toys. You know, there's so the 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 range of kaiju toys out there and Safubi is so wide. Um, that I, I'm learning stuff by watching, you know, your pop shop. So I, I love it. I'm, I'm excited to watch Thank you, some. man. That yeah, means a get, lot. I'm going to make some, I'm going to make some macaroni and cheese or, or something <laughs> or some cookies. I'm going to camp out. This would be great. This is going to be a good time, but thank you though. So like I said, not, not to hijack our show, but, uh, it is talking about toys and it's your you know, show, it's- man. <laughs> but that's all I got. Cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I want to say just kind of kind of sort of a segue since you mentioned um, uh, your your death jaguar there. Um, yeah. Did did you see the ones that are being released on Friday? No, I have not seen those yet. I I, I don't want to derail anything, but I feel like you should okay. look those. There there's a, there's like three new colorways being released, and they're like there's like a clear, uh, there's like a green one, there's like a yellowish one, and then it's like. It's clear, but they put like something inside of the toy. Okay. It it looks it basically looks like they filled the toy with confetti or something. Um, but Friday they're they're gonna be released. I'm not sure how many of each are going up or, or any of that, but they just look so good. I mean that that figure looks good already. Mm-hmm. Is this is this the the Death Jaguar? Or is this not not there? What they're doing for Mondo? The, the Jet no, is this, this is a Death? yeah, this is a Death Jaguar. Figure. Oh man, I have not seen that, but that um, oh that makes me very excited because I love what they do. They've done great. So I'm trying to look it up here. I can't find it, but I'm uh, I'm trying to pull it up as well. Okay, so yeah, if you if you're on Instagram, yeah, uh, Rocom Toys, they're they're la- okay. So there's four different ones. There's like a purple clear. There's like a green, clear, a yellow, and a blue. In Dude, why, why are they here? We're sharing this. We gotta, we gotta let our yeah, people see this. If too. you can pull um, those up, yes, I'm pulling up right now. 10 a.m. PST. On Look Friday. at this! Holy moly! Look at that toy! Oh my gosh! <laughs> X-ray <laughs> death jug. This is this isn't fair. It's not, dude. That's amazing. Ugh. The that. green one, the green one, kind of looks like the Green Goblin from Spider Man, but I, I still love it. <clears throat> oh, I like that one too. Yeah, dude, these are all just no, beautiful <laughs> toys, man. <laughs> um, they do good stuff. That's I mean, they do. Kudos for Mondo for finding and making sure that they got them to do the jet. Uh, toy it's uh i mean well because Mo- yeah, you got to think mondo's like well we don't want to do the work who's who's out there doing the work and these guys already have a beautiful jet jaguar sculpt sitting around yeah. basically so it's like i'm so happy that they 
they got these guys to to make that figure. But man, those Death Jaguars, dude. I I, I don't even. I, part of me wants to block my phone away on Friday. Yeah, for sure. That those are um, amazing. I know that purple one was legit. Yeah, uh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> man, man. So what else do we got as far as news or releases? Now, I know you wanted to talk about the. Um, I know you wanted to talk about this uh, X Plus Godzilla Ebra figure. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's more, out there. Yeah, I'll go ahead. I mean, and, and everybody that's listening probably knows about this figure. And it's, sure. It's been out, but it was more. Um, I was curious. Did you end up uh, pre-ordering this guy? Now listen. <laughs> okay craig <laughs> I, I have not pre-ordered this yet but through um awesome collectors website mm. they posted you got three weeks the, mm-hmm. the pre-order is lasting three weeks so i'm probably gonna pick it up it's very expensive this is a 500 dollars figure but it's basically two figures it's big it's beautiful i said you know the moment this was released um and we and we talked about this uh, you know I don't know how long it was a couple months ago when it was first announced. I said that toy will be mine. It went for yeah. sale on the Shonen Rick website mm-hmm. and uh, you know, can't really get it through there, but um, yeah, you sent me this link. I have not pre-ordered it yet, but partially just because I got like six other three <laughs> to $500 things on pre-order. And I'm just yeah. like, hold on. So um, but my, my plan is to pre-order. My plan is to own that. Did you did you pick it up? I did. I did. I went ahead. I got it. it. I got it from the Shonen Rick site because I was ner. I, I just got it like a little antsy and nervous if it was going to go Awesome Collector. So you I, got it before it even showed up on Awesome Collector. I did, and then like the next day it showed up on Awesome Collector, which I, a much better payment plan option. But I was like, this is one yeah. I didn't want to take any chances on, and I got a little uh, sure. trigger happy. Sure. <laughs> I get um, it. It's beautiful, man. What is this camera you're showing? Oh, yeah. Me? This was kind of the next one I was wanted to show you. I thought I want to get your thoughts on this. So, Onraku and Saku, you know, them and Metacom have been just kind of killing it with a lot of these lottery exclusives. We've seen mm-hmm. the 68 Godzilla, the 2000 Godzilla. We've seen the, uh, um, the, was the, uh, the 73 Godzilla, which just yep. came out, which was a great one as well. But this Gamera one, look at this guy. I love this. And I, I think Anraku and Saku's style is not always my favorite for Godzilla, but I think kind of the rounded, you know, chubby or more full figure type figures. Yeah. I think it works for Gamera really well. Well, I think this is a sweet figure. I agree with you, especially because this just looks straight up like the old, you know, like their, yeah. their style of sculpting just fits perfectly in what the classic Gamera looked like. Yeah. I love this, man. This is a cool yeah. toy. So this is the lottery exclusive, um, and I think the lottery will be open until May tenth on the Metacom site. Um, okay. You know, it's you can you can fill it out. They ship to the U.S. It's uh, I've won a couple um, personally. I, I won the '68, which I've shown off on here before. Yeah. Um, I won the. Uh, like I said, that is that the only Metacom one I won? I think so. Yeah, but I've won. I won a Marathon lottery. That was the other one I won. So mm-hmm. um. Anyway, so I was glad I won the 68 because that's one of my favorites. But I I will be putting my name in the hat for this one, um, and hopefully I'll win it. Got to get it, dude. It's, yeah. it's a cool toy. I, I personally really like all the – most of their Godzillas that I've seen. I like the weird yeah. – the heads are always so big. Yeah. <laughs> and he's so stubby looking. I like him. Yeah. So on, also on the toy front, because, you know, there wasn't any major news um, to where, like, you know, they're – you know, they haven't announced a new Godzilla movie or anything like that. So it's more yeah, kind of like just crazy. kind of cool releases. And 
this is another one going back to the fantasy fantasy with three z's toys um this is their new variant of it so this one won't hurt your eyes as much not as bad but, this one's easier yeah. to look at this is more of yeah. a cotton candy vibe i'm getting from it agreed still want to um, eat it <laughs> well, these guys are coming out uh, in august and i love it i mean I, I think these are fun cool sculpts they're playing with a lot you know more of the uh kind of cute playful take on hetera uh, yeah, which more you know drippy is a, looking exactly which of all the kaiju probably is the least cuddly um but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, it's cool. And so I just I thought this was a neat one that they're they're not stopping at the first two variants that they released, the hot pink one and I think the other one was was it a green one or was it just kind of No, I think it was just kind of the standard kind of grayish hetero looking one, but um yeah, there's a couple more shots of it there. Oh, and also, oh it by looks the way, it looks better in this shot than it 100%. does in that previous shot. The colors look a little yeah. deeper to me and I like that that bluish, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love what they did with the the back kind of the mm -hmm. the back uh, circle pattern there whatever also, that is yeah whatever that is um also by the way we i i should be you know yelled at for doing this but thank you to kaijubattle.net our go-to source to kind of uh go through some of this uh some of this sure. stuff they do great work they're yeah. they're one of the chief resources for all kaiju collecting and just kaiju mm -hmm. news in general so they're great stuff so that was another one that was kind of cool um i was gonna, curious to get your thoughts here um i know you you know a lot more about monster arts than me and a lot of people have been clamoring for Monster X figure. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, when, when the Giga Brain releases a new variant, it it's always sells out quickly. But I was curious your thoughts on this new um, Monster Arts uh, figure that's coming out in uh, September. I mean, I, I think this is a good-looking figure. Um, yeah. it, it looks really great. It's well done. I, I, I cannot think of a time that Monster Arts has put out a figure and I said, oh, this one doesn't look great. Yeah. They all look good to me. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's not something I'm going to buy. It's a pass yeah. for me. It's it's just I'm not trying to buy every Monster Arts figure out there. But that looks great. I love yeah. I like. I think, it, yeah, I think they've done it justice. I can't stand Monster X. It's one of my least favorite. Yeah, I just don't care for it. <laughs> yeah. it. It looks too, like, I don't know, man. It's just too humanoid for me. It's yeah. too. Power Ranger, uh, Sentai, it's yeah. Too, exactly. And, and that's just, uh, you know, and it doesn't look any better when it transforms. It's just not my, it's not my deal. 100%. I'm right there with you on everything you said, except you do have Monster Arts and I don't. So you're a much better authority on this than I. But uh, it's a, it is a it is a pass for me as well. But, you know, a lot of people are excited. And mm -hmm. then the other one, and this is the kind of the last one I wanted to talk about, was we, we love Glitter. We love Hedera. We love uh, Marasan. Some mm -hmm. of the new Superfest uh, exclusives there. They're going all in, man. These are uh, the, yeah, the 350s, are. the A-types. Sparkle glitters in a lot of different colors. Um, really, really cool stuff from Mars. Look at, I mean, these are just, I, this is one of the, the only issue I have with some of the stuff they do like this, including my Biogoji line. It's hard to buy one because they display so well together in this myriad yeah, of colors. It's, a, it's, it's almost a like totally a, different thing when you got all yeah, of them. It's yeah. almost like a, it's almost like a set. And it's like, you just want to have these repeating. They know uh, what they're doing. I, they know they're, I mean, they're, yeah, Age Kamenaga is like, he's, he's the puppet master. He's, he's pulling all the strings here. But I just thought this was a cool one to bring up because I absolutely adore these. These are great. These are wonderful. Yeah, I adore a Hedora. If I, um, if I were only getting one of those, I'd get that deep blue one in the middle. I think that's a beautiful, beautiful toy. Yeah. It looks it looks like space in, in a galaxy, and it just yeah. looks like looking at Hedora's shape but seeing, 
you know, galaxy, galaxy way colors and stars in it just makes me think um, of HP Lovecraft. And I feel like I'll stare at it until I <laughs> literally lose my mind. <laughs> I love it, man. I probably would get the one on the far right, the kind of the green, the sea, sea greeny one. Sea because foam, yeah. I don't think, I don't think I have anything kind of in that color. I think there's neat. a lot of that blue stuff, but yeah, the, but it just looks good. Yeah. So that's really kind of it on the on the the toy news. Um, I can't think of anything else because I mean, we like I said, we talked about um, the well, uh, a, the, the Ebra piece. Yeah, I, I know there's um there was some pictures online of a new Biolante that's coming. Oh yeah, and I, I believe. That. That, uh, do you remember who that was from? I believe it's the um, the. Um, God, I don't want to say it's X plus, but maybe it's one of the X plus like offshoots. Uh, oh, don't remember. I, I don't remember. It. There's some unpainted photos of it. And the, the one thing I'll say about it is the sculpt doesn't look quite accurate to me, mm-hmm. but it look, but it almost looks better. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. looks great. It's a very, you love that when that happens. I do. Yeah. It's, it almost looks more. The thing that I, I noticed about it immediately is the shape of Biolante's neck, the way it comes off of her uh, kind of, chin area her mm-hmm. you know chin and then and and the way it kind of goes up on her back it was shaped a little different but it looked more alligator like to me and i'm like well i like that i, I like <laughs> that it looks a little i don't know it, it's it's that's it's a super nitpicky thing you know but um i don't know how big it's going to be how much it's, it was just an unpainted photo so i, I know it's coming somewhere yeah i'm trying to find that i know um i saw it as well um, it's, it is, uh, going to bug me now. I gotta, I gotta see if I can pull that up here. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's hard to tell sometimes with the unpainted because you get so hyped on, on the sculpt. Cause you really get to obviously see a much better yeah. version of the sculpt, but like the paint jobs on Biolante, especially because it needs to be that organic, you know, that really kind of like, I don't know, like you almost that it, cause it is a plant. It's so critical. Um, and you don't want it to be too dark. You can't, un, you can't see the subtle nuances in the sculpt. So I, I, I'm excited. The sculpt was great, but I kind of want to wait and see kind of the final picture before, you know, yeah. decide if we have to, to buy it or not. I found the photos that I oh, sent. To, I, well, I found the photos that I sent to you in our chat, but they don't have, you know, they're not watermarked. They don't say who is making the figure. Yeah. I don't know. It's beautiful. Like <laughs> every Biolante figure that exists is beautiful. So I don't have any, I don't have anything to say about it. Jay, oh, you, you want to talk about this fucking movie? Yeah, you know, we <laughs> did we did watch it. It is in the title of the podcast, so we probably should, right? I mean... Frankenstein Conquers the World. <laughs> this is a cool title. I remember yep. specifically when I was a kid and my grandpa was like, hey, we're about to watch Frankenstein Conquers the World. And I remember just being like, what? He conquers the world. I remember being like, "What?" And then I was so confused. I remember being a kid. I've seen this movie a few times, but this yeah. was the first rewatch I ha- I've given it in at least twenty years. At least twenty years. It's been a yeah. long time. Yeah. As a kid, I I was annoyed with it because Why? well, because as a child, um, I think there were kind of two main things. I was obs. I thought that all Frankensteins should look like the classic universal yeah. monster that like when you're a kid, 
mm-hmm. I was like, that's Frankenstein. And if it doesn't look like that, then it's, it's not Frankenstein. I didn't, <laughs> you know, that's just, that's how my child mind went about it. So I was always like, well, that doesn't look like Frankenstein. So and then you like top- wrote it off right away. Yes. I was like, fuck <laughs> this. And then also there's this, I have this <clears throat> weird kind of, if I'm watching a, a kaiju film and I mm. and in a and a kaiju shows up, I'm less interested if the second kaiju is just a human. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a humanoid figure. I want two monsters. I want two and I mean, sure, Frankenstein's a monster, especially yeah. when he's uh, you know, a couple hundred feet tall. Yes. <laughs> but that's just the way my kid brain worked. I wanted, I would, I would shut it off and be like, that's fine. Let's go back to Godzilla. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, I want to see more than just Baragon for three minutes. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so I, <laughs> my, my, uh, my history with it is not, I did not, you know, there was no family member that sat me down and said, we're going to watch Frankenstein. Dude, my world. grandpa. He was I love it. it. I dig it, man. No, your family is way cooler. Uh, the uh, It was one that, you know, I saw in like, you know, in the in the magazines and things like that. But, you know, it, was a, it wasn't something that was easy to get a hold of, you know, in the late 80s and such yeah. when I was uh, kind of getting into to Kaiju. And and when I finally got my, my bootleg VHS in the early 90s, I... I watched it and I remember liking it, but it never was one that I like put back in. Right. It was not a, it was not a one I rewatched a lot. And I think it probably was, was a little bit, especially at that age, like you, like I wanted my monsters to be so different and, and not necessarily over the top, but like monsters, right. Not like yeah. humanoids. Right. Right. And, and I think that, you know, it was just Baragon. Um, and he was a, I won't say a minor character by any means, but cause I mean, the Japanese title is Frankenstein versus Baragon, but, uh, you're right. The, the time he's on screen is not super long. It's not about him. And, uh, and so, but I, I will say as I've rewatched it over the years, it, it has grown on me in the sense that I like it for what it is. I think it is, uh, I can look past some of those things that were sure. driving it down as a kid. Um, and, uh, and I do, I do like certain elements of this and, and I don't think there's anything that's bad about it. I, it's not like a top tier for me, I, but I, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do like it. And um, but you're right. You know, it's interesting. I, I, I know probably the only podcast that talks about this part first. But, you know, when you just talk about the two mon- the two monsters, one being humanoid and, and one being um, one being, you know, classic kind of kaiju, it does make kind of make you think of like your more tokusatsu TV shows, your henshin shows where you have yeah. Ultraman against the kaiju, a humanoid person uh, versus a guy in a, in a monster suit. And I'll be honest with you even though the fight is only at the end, there's not like the, the, you know, the opening bout fight that's inconclusive. They come back and Godzilla finally yeah. wins, you know, it's uh, I, I thought the fight itself was actually choreographed and better than a lot of the Ultraman versus insert Kaiju of the week here. Um, I thought some of the stuff was pretty cool. I thought they played with that a lot and, you know, throwing the trees and things yep. like that. And, uh, and I thought Baragon and uh, Nakajima actually, he, he was in he the plays, super Baragon. Yeah. yeah. yeah as of as you know a four-legged creature for the most part was a really well done fight scene and i actually think that's one of the highlights of the movie is though it's only it's short uh and i told you a small part of the movie at the very end i thought the actual fight scene with those two was really entertaining and really fun 
Yeah, well, I, I, I can't disagree with any of that. It's definitely what I w- found myself just waiting for the whole, you know, like when I when yeah. I gave this a rewatch, I was like, dude, where's Baragon? I want to watch yeah. this. And uh, and I like that you get a couple little teases of Baragon here. He's yeah. like, oh, he's like sneaking around, look through the cracks in the yeah the earth. But um, yeah, the fight scene is definitely part of the movie. I, I also liked... And wish that I wish it was a longer sequence when Frankenstein just shows up in the water and he's yeah. kind of like he sort oh, of the attacks boat. the boat, but it, doesn't yeah. he kind of leaves it alone? Yeah. When it when when I'm when I was giving this a rewatch and it popped up, I'm like, oh yeah, the boat scene. But then I was like, oh okay, do something. Like do something yeah. to the boat. He just looks at it basically and goes away. But yeah, dude, I this movie's fine. Like I, I put it like kind of middle of the road for me. Like I it's not something I'm jumping to rewatch. It's not something yeah. that I would ever say like just the premise alone is enough to be like, yeah, it's cool. It's about a giant Frankenstein. Like that's yeah. cool. And my uh my weird like aversion as a child to wanting to see humanoid figures, that's that's gone now. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I enjoy it more and I feel like I understand the absurdity of it a little more now than I did as a kid that it's just like, you know, heart uh, opens, like it's just a heart in a box that somehow it never dies. dies And it's, uh, you know, it gets exposed to radiation, but then when it, and then it somehow grows from a heart just to a fully formed Frankenstein. Mm -hmm. But one of the funniest things is that uh, when he starts to grow, Mm -hmm somebody's like oh is it because of the radiation and they're like no he's just getting a lot of protein yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like what yeah. they're like he's yeah. getting a good protein intake and because yeah, just... radiation doesn't affect him i, mean, that's I was kind of the like whole... yeah, yeah. hold on it's pr- it's just his he's eating enough protein he's yeah. eating enough dogs yeah that he's growing ve- that that line and there was one other line that is so funny to me and you might know what it is but they're talking about the way he looks in the very beginning. And they say the line, he's distinctly Caucasian. And I'm like, no, I'm like, no, he's not. Hey, why didn't you get the one Caucasian in the film to play Frankenstein? If that's what you're going to do, like Nick Adams, like screw that. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Adams. (laughs) It's like, he has his like martini in one hand. He's like, yeah, no, I'm going to go hang out with Elvis. You know, Uh, no, that line is so funny. And I'm like, Hey, He's distinctly not Caucasian. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, no, not Nick. Nick Adams is never playing Frankenstein. In fact, he's, he probably had in his contract, like he has to be Kumi Mizuno's love interest. Cause it's like him in invasion of Astro. Dude. Monster. Oh, uh, well who would like, <laughs> right, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. She's awesome in this movie. And I love that. It's like familiar faces all over the place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, Honda, yeah Honda directed. Like, it's just mm-hmm. like, uh, it's got some of the exact same music from some Godzilla films yeah. in it. Uh, same, you know, it's all, you got, so many of the same crew and, and, and I, I have learned, you know, when I'm, when I was a kid, I, you don't notice that kind of stuff as much, no. but I, I love that. Any of these movies I go back and rewatch and I'm like, Oh shit. Well, the, oh, yeah. look who's in it. So the crazy thing that you have Takashi Shimura, you know, the guy that played Dr. Yamani, he's, yeah. in the, uh, he's the doctor in like the, the, uh, back when they, they were uh, getting it from the Nazis, the heart. Yeah. And, uh, when, when he gets blown up in the, in the Hiroshima, um, and I'm like, wow, that was a, you know, one of the great actors in early Japanese cinema, just, yeah, uh, he seemed for like five minutes. Just uh, but no, right in the, yeah, right in the yeah, beginning, yeah, just get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, she is, she is in it and stuff. It's a great cast. And um, yeah. I think a lot of the production parts were, were well done. Like, like things like 
the actors they chose, you know, I think Honda does an, an admirable job, you know, super, uh, um, you know, super, I does this one as well. So the special effects are, you know, classic Toho, like yeah, good great. miniature work and everything. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, agreed. And, um, and I thought it was for the most part, kind of like as silly as the premise is well acted, but one of the questions speaking kind of on that front of like the story part of it, you as somebody that is a connoisseur of horror, you know, we talked about this when we, when we watched and reviewed Matango, Somebody mm-hmm. that, you know, you, your chops, you have legit horror chops from universal to, you know, the most indie, you know, underground gore fest that's happening now. Like, you know, like, <laughs> so somebody that, you know, now, like knowing universal, knowing Frankenstein, like how does the, the story, this, to me, a very unique adaptation of Frankenstein. I don't know adaptation yeah. is the right word, but like it is unique and original how to make Frankenstein work here um i was just curious what were your initial initial thoughts on just that part of it like was was it intriguing to you as a horror fan yeah well 100 percent because it's so different I, I think it's maybe the only frankenstein story that i am aware of where there's no dr frankenstein really and there's yeah. not really somebody who's plant it's just a heart in a box yeah Next time you see it, it's now it's just grown into a friend. And they're like throwing the word Frankenstein around as if yeah. like, like they exists in the world. Yeah. They're using it as if there's multiple Frankensteins is like, Oh, he made a Frankenstein. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, it's totally different. And, um, sometimes it gets, sometimes you just get tired of seeing the same Dr. Frankenstein type story yeah. over and over. And I mean, there's a million of those films and, a million of them are great, but yeah. it still is like just variations on the same thing. This was almost like a Frankenstein and name only kind yeah. of thing. And, but that's not a bad thing. Um, I, I thought, I thought it was fine. I, I liked that aspect of it, especially like first five minutes of this movie. There's no dialogue. You're oh, just yeah, watching just, like, yeah. just watching a war happen and, yeah. you, and there's a case and you're like, oh, someone said like the first line of dialogue is like, Hey, what's in that case? You know? And, uh, and when they open it, there's just a heart floating in there. I was like, this is cool. This is yeah. awesome. I don't, I don't know. This is different and I don't care. It's just cool. So yeah, yeah. I, I actually thought that even more than like making Frankenstein a giant monster and having fight, you know, a, a, you know, a subterranean dinosaur. I thought the coolest part was like, you know, like the Dr. Frankenstein in the creation of, of Frankenstein's monster is just a known entity in this world, but it happened a long time ago. And it just, you know, we keep on getting the heart never dies. And there's these new Frankensteins that dies. And, and then we open up with it X amount of years later during world war two with what was the doctor's name in this one? The, 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 the beginning Reisendorf, Friesendorf, something like that. Something, anyway, something yeah. German and like sounding, he's, yeah. yeah. And he has it now. And it's like, here's the heart. Like yeah. this is the one that's been multiple monsters and never dies. Like, I, I think that's cool that this could be like, the 12th Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Well, like, uh, it, cool. it, feel, it feels like they do that. So they yeah. open themselves up for prequels or sequels. Yeah. And I mean, they never, they even say it in the, what was it only, is it in both endings or was it just in the alternate ending where they're like, he's never going to be. I think it's dies. in both. Yeah. I think is it's it in both? both? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like, they, it feels like they wanted to set it up for, for more, but, but my, I think probably one of my favorite things about, toho films or these old kaiju films just in general is how back before it was cool to have shared universes like Mm -hmm. i think i know sometimes it was just because they had the suits laying around but (laughs) 
just the fact that this is Baragon's first, yeah. you know, this he just showed this is his he's like he's kind of the villain in this. Oh yeah. Which is sure. weird because that that is not a that is not a design to me that lends itself to being the villain creature. <laughs> but it's just cool to me that Baragon's in this. It's his first thing. I think the next time he shows up is destroy all monsters, right? Yeah. A couple of years yeah, later. So mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love that. I love those weird little offshoots of a bigger, a much bigger universe of films. Mm-hmm. And the fact that like, but you can just be like, yeah, I guess Frankenstein is canon to the Godzilla universe. Really? Like Godzilla could have fought Frankenstein. Um, well, he almost did. He almost did the, uh, so like as the, as the story goes, you know, the original plan was, uh, I think the, was it the short story that they took uh, that Toe was interested in was like King Kong versus Prometheus. And they were going to do, yeah, uh, yeah they were going to do eventually it ended up being King Kong versus Godzilla. Uh, and then they tried again and to do King Kong versus Frankenstein. And it turned out to be, they didn't like the logistics it turned out to be King Kong versus Mothra. And eventually, eventually, you know, it ends up being, uh, they create a secondary character, you know, Baragon to, to fight Frankenstein. So I know it'd been in the works for a while, but like there was definitely talks to do Godzilla versus Frankenstein or Frankenstein versus Godzilla. At that time, you know, yeah. when they were talking about it, Godzilla was still very much the villain. You know, he had fought. Right. Well, it was only stuff. what this year, this came out in 65, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you, you're, you're talking less, you know, 10 years or so since the original film. So yeah. I mean, and that, and that, you know, obviously when they were talking about the production would have been in that wheelhouse of, you know, 61, 62, 63, whatever, um, when they would have, you know, potentially made the movie. And, you know, in 65, that's when we get Invasion of, or excuse me, uh, Ghidra Theater Monster, Invasion of Astro Monster, and those things where he starts turning into, yeah. um, you know, less of a direct villain and more of force of nature and then eventually superhero uh, when we get into the uh, yeah. 60s, late 60s and 70s. But, you know, could have been cool. I mean, Godzilla versus this Frankenstein, but... Uh, but speaking of Baragon and the creature, because I agree, it's like I think of Baragon, I like want to hug it, right? I mean, he's like yeah. a, the perfect monster that could he's be cute. like in small form, like could be a great little TV sitcom, like My Pet Baragon. It'd be amazing. Oh my god, um, I want it. <laughs> but I was curious, like I I will give them credit for this. I think they tried to make him menacing, menacing the the scene with the horse. Him just like reaching out, eating the horse and stuff. Yeah. Like, I thought, like, I was like, okay, this is Devil Baragon, you know. But um, it is. He's I, a little, he's a little uglier in this than he became. Bit, little, yeah. You know, I think <laughs> most people when they, I know, you know, Destroy All Monsters is probably everybody's favorite out of his films. But I think a lot of people, I mean, his best design is GMK, like of that course. Baragon, and that Baragon, I literally want to like hold in my arms. Like he's yeah. the most, he's the cutest. 100%. kaiju i've ever seen so that's what you think of when you think of baragon really yeah. and he's a little ugly in this he's got a he's he's got a he's got like a beam they gave him yeah. you know he's got like a some firepower and yeah. uh yeah whatever he's like a big armadillo kind of yeah he's not uh I just, he's just not an ankylosaurus yeah. like <laughs> wasn't as bad as much bad dino science so they didn't try to explain what they don't was. at all i love <laughs> i love that when he shows up like towards the end when he's getting ready to fight they're standing there with kind of like the uh the military mm-hmm. and they're like oh no there's a second monster and they're like what yeah. <laughs> everybody's yeah. like there's just been a second monster nobody knows about it so far. yeah i think i think that they're 
the issues, the, I won't call them bad, but like the areas of improvement, like for me, for this film where, where a lot of the, the big important plot points, like you said, the second dino, the second monster, excuse me. And that, you know, I know they try to do the scene where like, where Baragon destroys the village, but they think it's Frankenstein thing. A lot of those big kind of crucial turning points, I thought they didn't spend enough time on it and like to make it like, Oh my gosh, it was just kind of like almost an exposition. You know, the, the character that, um, Yoshia plays uh, Kawhi or whatever. He's the, you know, the one that like was there with the heart and, and, yeah. and, you know, like they like kind of dismiss him when he tries to call the, call the folks, the news reporters and everything. And like, then it just kind of gets dropped. It's like, I, I don't know. I just thought there was like a lot of like either hastily turned plot points or like some loose ends that could have been, could have been fleshed out a little bit more and make it maybe a little bit more kind of fulfilling movie yeah. uh, to get to the point. But you know, it, it's not like it was a bad thing. It just was. It could have been. Better. It's just clunky. I think it's clunky. Yeah. There's there's some time yeah. jump in the beginning that is all handled in a weird. You know, they yeah. jump a couple years. Like, yeah. it happens like three times in the first like fifteen minutes. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. now it's a year, and it's like, and and that I I think is all sort of. It's just clunky, and yeah. you could definitely. There's definitely King Kong. Now that you said King Kong Prometheus thing, there's definitely some King Kong vibes in it because. Frankenstein grows up, but he's like the good guy, and you know he yeah. s- saves him out of the road and tells him to go ahead. You know he's like he's communicating with the humans. He like looks at him and he's like he gives him that head nod, like get out of here while I go yeah. fight the monster. And yeah, yeah. I-, I liked it, man. Hey, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that alternate ending. Oh, <laughs> yes. because it's batshit insane. It's the yeah. same. It's weird to me. It's the exact same. It feels like that ending was okay. We got to have both monsters get kind of taken out somehow. Yeah. And maybe they, the part where they just, you know, in the original, the ending that you get where they just fall into the earth makes the most sense, right? There's earthquakes. They both fall into the earth. Who knows? Love it. Yeah. Makes the most sense. It's simple. Having Frankenstein throw Baragon into a hole in the ground. Mm -hmm. And then out of nowhere, all of yeah. a sudden, there's a Surprise! giant octopus, <laughs> a very large giant octopus that doesn't that need water. Rest, just doesn't need water. It comes out and it wrestles Frankenstein into the ocean. Yeah, and then that's it. And I'm like, what did they need that octopus for? It's so weird. Yeah. So I heard, and then this is like, you know, what if you do a little research, you find out like, uh, you know, Henry Saperstein and those guys were so like enamored with the octopus work in King Kong versus Godzilla, uh, you know, where Kong yeah. fights the real octopus. And that Still, they so use good. the same sound effects for it. Yeah. And they, and they wanted that to be redone. And um, Sue Brian them basically shot a lot of different endings. And one of them was with that big oct- octopus. And, um, and it makes no sense. It's, it's like, it, there's no rhyme or reason for it. Um, I, they, you know, they say they chose not to use it because they didn't like how it turned out. I thought it actually looked good. I mean, for a, a non-real octopus, I thought it was, I thought they did <laughs> as good as you're going to do. I mean, talk about an animal that's going to be hard to manipulate. Yeah, I I mean, it makes no sense. It's out of yeah. nowhere. But I wish that was the regular ending because yeah. it's so insane. Because yeah. it's so weird. If I was watching that film for the first time and mm-hmm. I got to the end and I'm like, wow, it's over. He defeated Baragon. And then a fucking octopus is like, you're coming with me. Yeah. I would have been like, what the fuck is that? I I kind of love that ending. 
had never well, seen it before, had never heard of it, didn't know that that existed. And it's just weird because it's like you you have a storyline that is heavy on Frankenstein and Baragon's built up as the villain. Okay, it happens. And then, you know, if there was another, like to me, like if there was going to be a surprise monster, it's like Mama Baragon, a bigger Baragon that also lives in this subterranean world. Why does an octopus that makes the live most on, sense. You know, like it, well, I, which adds to the wackiness of it, and it then ha- and then it kicks Frankenstein's ass. Like he like Frank, yeah. it just beats his ass. He's the good. He's the good guy. Made it through the whole film, and that octopus is like, "Fuck you, dude! You're coming well, to the depths of the ocean with me." It was just. It's clearly. <laughs> it was clearly just a quick like. Okay, we got Baragon out of here. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta. <laughs> Frankenstein's gotta go too somehow. We'll drag him into the ocean like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it. So. And I thought the ending was, to your point, I thought it was successful without it because it was, he kills Baragod. It's like, yay, he wins. Frankenstein is the champion. He, he, he literally, falls. he literally yeah. waves at the humans yeah. and falls into the hole while waving at them. And then yeah. there's a, there's a nice little, uh, it's, it's very, very short, but there's just a couple lines of dialogue where they're just yeah. like, well, maybe he'll come back one day. You know, it's like yeah. the ending he of every dies. Godzilla film where they're like, you know he's a part of the he's a part of the world now. You know, yeah. so we need yeah. to go back in time and have Raymond Burr do the voiceover for that as well, like he did. It. <laughs> just uh, just you know, have go go back in time and do that. Yeah, uh, I agree. I um somebody should dub that over or that him falling in there. And it's the Raymond yeah. Burr dialogue. Um, uh, <laughs> so one thing actually on that speaking kind of a Frankenstein and like you know waving to the humans like he's the good guy he wins. One other thing that I just. I think they failed at is I never get, I never fully buy into Frankenstein like as the protagonist, right? Like, cause, cause to me, if you eat dogs, you're done, man. That's you're it. Done. So yeah. I could never love him because he ate too many dogs. Uh, <laughs> even though I know he has to stay alive, eat rabbits. That's fine. Uh, but uh, like he ate too many dogs. So I, uh, I just, I can never buy into it. So they, I was kind of rooting for Baragon until he yeah. eats up on farm animals. A lot of dog eating. Yeah. A lot of dog eating happening. I, I'm always going to root for Baragon just because he's a kaiju. You know what I mean? He's more classic yeah. kaiju to me. And I, yeah, I just like that aesthetic better, but this movie's cool, man. I, I like that. I just like that. It exists. I like agreed. I was taught. I, I had mentioned to Jess what our episode was going to be. And mm-hmm. when I said, Oh, we're 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 gonna be talking about Frankenstein Conquers the World. It's about giant kaiju-sized Frankenstein fighting Baragon. She literally was like, "What the fuck? How does that exist?" And I'm and that's what I love about this. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. The premise of this movie is so fucking weird, and that that kind of carries me through it. So it's not yeah. like you said, man. It's not something I'm gonna put on a a bunch yeah. of rewatches. Will I will I get on eBay tonight? and see what kind of toys are out there yeah 100 yeah. percent. see what kind of i know there's some frankensteins out there i've seen yeah. some so yeah they're um good. yeah dude i mean i like i i know we're only an hour into this episode but like i don't know if there's much else to say about frankenstein conquers the world what do you what do you got well i think we we talked about a lot of it i mean i think the last thing we need to end on is so then we know that this does have a sequel and War of the Gargantuas. Sure. And we sure. eventually, I don't know if it's next week or our next show or one after that or whatever, but we got to talk about that because unlike Frankenstein Conquers the World when I was younger, like I said, it wasn't my favorite. Like I didn't, I didn't love it. I actually, when I was younger, and I, I won't spoil what I think of it now, I did not like War of the Gargantuas. 
at okay. all. Like to me, it was like my least favorite Toho monster movie uh, growing up. Uh, and so it'll be fun to revisit it again. I have watched it a few times since then, so I won't spoil it, but I, uh, I just love how it is a, one of those also like, it's a sequel, you know, you get the hand again, you know, from born from Frankenstein, but it's, uh, it's just, you know, it's not something that's like, you don't see Frankenstein and Baragon again. So it's really cool that they kind of right. built a sequel. That's its own thing. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of neat. I, yeah. And uh, I haven't rewatched this movie in a while either, but I, I will say that I enjoyed this movie as a kid. I liked yeah. it. It was, it was one that I, I gave repeat viewings to. We'll see what I think of it. Hey, we'll do it next week. We'll go ahead and say it. We'll do this oh, next week. Last bit. I almost forgot this. When you uh, talk about cool titles and Frankenstein conquers the world, you talk about the octopus ending. Yeah. The title of this, when it was in production was Frankenstein versus the giant devil fish. Now that's a movie that I want to make. I want to see made. No, yeah. I don't want to make it. I want somebody else to make it. I want to watch I want to see a giant <laughs> devil fish. <laughs> or octopus <laughs> Frankenstein versus Gezera. Yes, I would have been. I would have been really annoyed if if it was called versus the giant devilfish and it was just the octopus. Like that would <laughs> yeah, annoy yeah. me. It would need yeah. to be something cooler than that for yeah, me to, that, you to can't, go you, along with it. Yeah, because I I hate when like if it's just a normal animal but it gets a different name like no yeah. no 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 nope. it's an octopus it's a giant octopus when i was a kid <laughs> when i was a kid and i saw that godzilla versus the thing poster and it has all yeah. the tentacles and all that shit yeah. and then i was like what movie is this and then i just found out it was a fucking moth i was mad <laughs> i was but annoyed at that the best movie ever so it's good <laughs> but it's amazing so i gotta pass yes 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 but yeah that's freaking side conquers the world everybody yeah, that's show. it, man. We did it. Listen, <laughs> I'm I'm very sorry that we didn't have better toy pickups this week. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Uh, yeah, dude, I think we did it, man. Um, I'm hoping we'll have some more news to talk about next week. We'll have some more toy. I know we're gonna have some toys. Oh, for sure. I I can't promise that I won't just buy something on <laughs> Sunday during the during the the auction. But I think we did it. Yeah, uh, Frankenstein conquers the world. I I I would say. Seek this movie out and watch it. Yeah. I would recommend watching this for sure. Yeah, 100%. And uh, and then the other thing before we go, I do want you to – I'm going to make you say something here. I'm going to make you talk about something here. Oh, no. Is for those that, ha- like us, have had lighter pickups, uh, pickup weeks, and they might have a couple bucks in their wallet, yeah, uh, in their bank account, I, for $5 a month, man, for as low as $5 a month, you can become part of the YHS Patreon community. And Damn. Jake, what, what can they get in YHS Patreon? Boy, what can't you get? Listen, so <laughs> if, if, if you're if you're unaware, this show is a part of a larger network. It's the Yes Have Some network. We have uh, a show that comes out every Monday. Yes Have Some podcast. We talk about movies, Ghostbusters, whatever, whatever we're watching, toys, whatever. And then on Tuesdays, we have a live toy show, 9.30 on YouTube, uh, YHS Toy Anxiety. And we also have a Patreon. And the Patreon, it has, so the regular YHS episodes, you get those ad-free and you get them a couple days early. There is a Discord that's specifically for... Super fun. Yeah, the Discord's great. There's a a Patreon-exclusive Instagram page. We have... Uh, we have zoom hangs on the weekends, uh, you know, once or twice a month, there is a $10 tier where you get an extra episode. There is a $30 tier that has merchandise, uh, Mm -hmm. once every few months, we'll put out special stuff. We released a, uh, 
so this last year our halloween episode that we did we recorded it onto cassette tapes and the only way you could get it was if you were a patreon member and one side of the cassette tape was our halloween episode and the other side of the cassette tape had an original horror story read by abigail gardner it had a a, a fake theme park advertisement read by Dan Aykroyd, but actually <laughs> Craig Goldberg. And it also had an excerpt um, of Stephen King's It read by and produced by me. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff on there. There's random episodes. There'll be videos. Uh, I, I do a lot of Stephen King episodes mm -hmm. where I'll either review a book or story that I read or a movie, or I'll just read, you know, pieces of his books that I find you know, to be interesting. There's a lot of stuff on that Patreon. A $5 a month. Yeah, jump on there. It's worth it. Um, you know, there's gonna be more kaiju type stuff on there as well. It's it's ridiculous. It honestly, like it's it's too cheap, probably. I you know, I, don't, I, don't <laughs> I know. love it. Five dollars, yeah. it's probably not enough, but yeah, check it out. Join. There's it's it's a lot, it's a lot of stuff for five bucks. So yeah, and my come, challenge for all part of you it. my challenge for you listeners is join. And let's get on one of those Zoom hangs where they're all talking. There's you know 20 people on there. Everybody's talking to Craig and Jake and Abby. And let's and they're all talking Ghostbusters, maybe Star <laughs> Wars, maybe Marvel. Let's get on there and let's force them. Like I sit there and listen to all that Ghostbusters talk. And let's get them and let's <laughs> start talking. Kai no, I love Ghostbusters, but let's talk Kaiju. <laughs> let's talk, you know, Gamera. Let's talk Yamato yeah. Takaru. Let's talk everything. And let's take over the Zoom hang with YChess, with you, Monster Island patrons. Come on. Let's join it. It's going to be awesome. It's only five bucks, man. It's cheap. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Please, you know, if you're still listening, leave those reviews, the five-star review. Let us know if you if you like this or if you hate it you know if you hate it just show up <laughs> um that's it man uh thanks for being here and uh we'll see you guys next week bye